I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Wise Men Say. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, my name is Tom Walsh and we're in sunny Blackpool today. I'm stood outside Mark Kelly's North, which promotes seven acts, seven days a week. Although there's a poster up the road that said it was nine acts every day seven days a week I can only assume that this there's another there must be another Mark Kelly's because this is the north one so I assume there's a south one as well anyway the sun is shining very brightly and there's a lot of bleary eyed looking people uh, wandering the promenade of Blackpool and I've just piled off the train with a small selection of the 8,000 Sunland fans that will be packed into Bloomfield Road this afternoon Start of a big week for Sunderland with with today and Charlton Luton and that pesky game against Newcastle coming up very soon. So hopefully we can start this start of this week in the right way and be uh, power to victory. I'm not really sure what to expect from this because Blackpool are quite a handy side despite all their off-field problems with uh, the ownership and whatnot. But I'm hoping the uh, the large backing today will spur us to victory. Um, we'll catch up with some people uh, after the game, before and after the game, see if we can speak to any Blackpool fans and uh, just whoever's about. So let's go to Blackpool. <laughs> Higgins, the, the head of the Blackpool Supporters Trust. Well, a committee member, I'm not the head of it. Yeah, and he likes Leatherface. Love Leatherface, yeah. best band in the world. So, um, and you stood, we stood outside here, you're handing out leaflets, so like, tell, me, tell me about your leaflets. Yeah, but we do it every home game, and we just give them out to the away supporters to help us in our boycott of the Oyster. So not many home fans go now, but away supporters, we welcome you all to Blackpool, have a great day, yeah, enjoy yeah. it. But we're just asking politely not to finance the regime by buying any pies or pints in the ground, use the local businesses around, because we're just trying to starve them out, basically, trying to prevent the money streams, get rid of them, really, because they're unfit owners, pal. So do you... Um, what do you think of the team on the pitch? Is just like, do, do you still even uh, do it anymore, or do you did you go through away games or anything like that, or is it just is it completely drained your love of this yeah, club? Yeah, an awful lot. I mean, there's a lot of fans now who don't want Blackpool to lose because we think it will hasten the departure of uh, the the owners. So yeah. personally, I still follow the games, but I don't go in, don't go to many away games really because it's my team. But uh, it's an awful state of affairs. It's been four years now we've been boycotting since we stopped the Huddersfield game, and, and that's it. And 90% of us don't go anymore. 
more at all. So it's bad for the local community. It's shocking, really. So what what has it done to Blackpool? I mean, this team used to be in the Premier League, and it's like I guess I was saying to your, your friends there before. It's like last time Sunderland played here, we were sixth in the Premier League, Blackpool eleventh, and now we're both in League One, both mismanaged. You more so yeah. than us. Yeah. But um, so yeah, what's how's it? Do people, like, well, what has it done to Blackpool? Well, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, really. This area around here has got the lowest life expectancy in the UK. It's a very poor area. Yeah, yeah. You know, the governing Scotland and here, there's not a penny that's been reinvested from this club, and he stole over £30 million out of the club they own, which has been proven in court, in the civil yeah, yeah. courts. So it's what a poor area. The pubs are all empty, the guest houses are closing down. It's really hit the local place, you know, around here. All the pubs and everywhere suffered massively. Yeah. It's tragic, really. He's got no sense of duty to the local population at all the oysters are not from here they don't even like football so when's when is it going to end we don't know there's charges against all these properties so we can auction off uh, the club in the civil court judgment against him for nicking money from the club so it's hopefully going to happen next year but or this year but can't happen soon enough mate and is it in a way, is it bad that a team like Sunderland bring 8,000 fans down? It's good, it's good for the Oysters. It's all cash in the pockets, isn't it? So like the Ars- <laughs> Arsenal game as well. But it's good to see a It's crowd. the way it is, though. You know, most fans we speak to like yourself, they're all supportive. But in fairness, we, well, these Sunderland fans are putting money into the local, the local bars yeah. and all. That's right, yeah. yeah. Local community. Yeah, no fair play. Yeah, no, it's great to see you all down here enjoying it, because it's our game, isn't it, really? We'll be back in there at some stage, won't we, mate? But, I, I sincerely hope so. Like, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank so you. final score: Black, Blackpool nil, Sunderland one, and we're back in the uh, the King Edward the seventh seventh pub. Uh, hotel, in, in, well, nice little hotel. <laughs> nice little hotel. Apparently. I've never stayed, but I've heard got good no. reviews. And I'm uh, with Graham of the uh, Roker Report Extra podcast. So we're crossing the swords. Yeah. That so. sounds a bit. That sounds a bit like an innuendo, <laughs> mate. I'm honest with you, but so what do you reckon of that? I thought it played really well, mate. Um, I was just saying, you obviously at the match. I think when I watched it, I was trying to figure out who was the best player on the pitch. Uh, I think Matt really stuck out, but I think everyone put in a shift. Uh, yeah, that was a it was a really good performance. I think a few people coming out saying that it was cagey and it was scrappy and it wasn't like the complete performance. But I don't think I can say anyone had a bad game. We uh, at all nervous because I like during that. During that game, I did not feel nervous at any point. Apart, well, there was a. <laughs> when, there, was, uh, there was that shot when it like, might have gone over the line where me uh, I put it up a little bit. No, but it's like, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's like the officials in this league—they don't notice when uh, the ball goes over the, the line, so it doesn't which really is, matter which anymore. Is quite handy for us. But. I was going to say I didn't feel nervous at any point during that game. Do you think we're in complete? I felt. We're yeah. complete control. Well, it, it was, get the assumption that we're in complete control. control. I, I, I never really was that worried. I felt like if they had got one back, we would have went up the other end of the pitch and put another one in. It was if if we'd come away from that with a two or three 0 win, I don't think anyone could have complained. I think there was a point where we kind of maybe sat back more than we needed to, but I think at the same time, when when we sat back, no offense to Blackpool, but they were that shit. It didn't really matter because there was one lad that hit that <laughs> shot and I think it went past Rose Ed and like spun towards Preston. Um, no, I felt we were in control, if I'm completely honest. I say the fella the fella next to me, he was saying we're so used to being in a, like a, in a higher division that when a, a, a striking opportunity comes like comes like that fella had, 
you're expecting him to hit the top corner, whereas in League One, now the old spooning it to the king, to like Rose and we're like, yeah, this is this is the level that we're at now. It's like League, League One's great because you, you remember players like Nathan Delafonto exist and Jay Spirit and Jay Spirit, yeah, yeah Jay yeah, Spirit, yeah. yeah. It's like they when that lad came on, like who's that comment? It was like we're still like, still going is he, back. Is he still like, playing like, it? Charlie Adam, where's he gone? But um, yeah, like League One is it's it's. It's good football to watch from a fan's perspective because you don't really know what's going to happen. But it's not like when you're in the Premiership where if you make one mistake at the back of the net, like you can do that five times in a game, which, yeah. which Flanagan and Baldwin seem to like to do. Like, but um, <laughs> yeah. you've got, like if you don't have someone like Josh Madger like on the other side of the team who can just bang in the chances, you can get away with mistakes. Speaking of uh, Madger, it was quite. I thought. It was quite surprising that there was no repercussions in the uh, the away crowd of the fact that the news this week that he's been sawing over a contract. There was, seemed to be no animosity, and I was thinking, had he... Um, I thought there might have been a few grumblings about him. Yeah, I, I mean, because there's that point where like there's people saying, oh, if you want to stay, just sign the contract. And I get that, I do get that, but... I think I, I don't know you've got to think it's modern day football he's, he's going to waive his options I think as long as he keeps sticking the ball in the back of the net whilst he's here I'm happy I'd like yeah. him to stay a lot longer but I'm also realistic and I think it's horrible to say but it's a team like Cardiff sniffing around him if you're, if you're a footballer with any level of confidence you're going to fancy your chances and go he's not going to go oh I think I'm exactly the same as Joel Asora I'm about as good as that I'll probably get in the team for a few games and be out he's going to think that he can get in a team like Cardiff and score goals because as a footballer and as a young kid you should be that confident so you've got to to respect that I suppose but it's it's a case of again totally in my perspective it's totally professional performance from him but it's like he's not he's not shirking it and he's putting the challenges in and also what do you think about they played Madger and Wyke today I think it took so much off Madger to have someone just I want to say doing the dirty work, but like it was just having yeah. someone that you could hit and having a focal point allowed yeah. Magic to sort of. I don't know if it was intentional, but I was saying like during the match day, it looks like he's dropped into that Maguire position, mm. and like he's really. I mean, his touch at this level is ridiculous. Oh, for, for God a twenty-year-old kid, he's, yeah. his touch is ridiculous. And like Charlie White just roughing people up, just getting yeah. so much more space. And like you had McGeady on one wing. I mean, when you think about it. We've got no what more in that team day, and Maguire came on late. Who at the start of the season you would have both put in there were they're about to feel both fit in well, the first game. Would you put like Maguire and what more on either wing? Oh well, we've got a lot of options going forward, haven't we? Like it's at this level, it's kind it's an of abundance of riches, yeah. <laughs> riches, isn't it? Brilliant at this level. And the fact that White can he uh, does the donkey work that a lot of supporters kind of expect Magic to do, but he's kind of not that. He's not really that player. And if you no, like, if you have White. Doing that, you know, the hard yards and letting Madger have a bit of a free roll behind him. It's yeah. absolutely fantastic. I just it was points today when Madger was getting the ball and he was able to run with it. I haven't actually seen Madger like run with it that often. He kind of has a good, a good touch. A couple of touches puts the ball in the back of the net. But like today, we were able to play those long balls from Baldwin and uh, Flanagan, which sometimes comes straight back when Madger's there because White was winning it and just laying it off to someone like McGeady or Madger and. Um, yeah, Max Power even got forward a little bit today as well and I think I don't know I mean the Burton game I was saying oh yeah yeah two up front and then we were crap and then he got injured and we got used to like but I think today we're starting to see Charlie White coming back when he's actually fit 
he looks a lot better than he did when he first came back. I feel that when that Burton game, I felt he was rushed back a little too soon. I think Jack Ross was kind Thank of eager general. to get him back in the team because we're going. We weren't going through a bad run of form. We're just draw, uh, drawing a load of games. When I think now we've taken our time because we got into a good run of form. We're rich, you know, winning games. Yeah. So you don't need the same with Watmore. You don't need to rush them back. No. Anymore. And apparently Watmore was uh, rested today because he had three games back in a week. Apparently his dad tweeted oh. about it, so that makes sense. But imagine his dad. His yeah, dad. He's dad, dad, he's, he's, he's dad. Like, he don't play our Duncan. <laughs> Duncan's had a bit too yeah. much. It's been, been a real tough week. It's been a real tough week. We're at Take your time, Duncan. Don't do your knee. Um, but imagine they having the ability to be able to not even put him on the bench because you've got Charlie White back, what looks fully fit, Madger, Maguire, McGeady. Like, there's a Gucci, even. I mean, Gucci, Gucci was he, he was good today. He's all he he him kicking off. Um, is it first or second half? Second half. With that second goal. half with that ladder. He just ran over getting in everyone's faces. But, you know, you, you like this, as a sport, you like to see that. I do get the feeling. I mean, I like seeing it. But at the same time, I do kind of feel like if someone actually had hit Lyndon Gucci, it would have been like that immediate draw. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like you should have just left him. Lyndon. Well, it's the, uh, the small man syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> definitely the small man syndrome with Lyndon Gucci. But, yeah, you know, they had a good game today. And I think um, I quite liked how him and McGeady actually switched away. It was 1-0 uh, to Sunderland. I've never seen as many away fans in this town as I have. Alright. Are you from around here? Uh, I've lived here for like six months, but I've just moved here basically. Alright, okay. Alright, cheers. No worries, mate. So there's even regulars saying impressed by Sunderland's away following. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, if you give us like 10,000 tickets, we tend to take them. Like, we'll always have a core fan base of at least, what, 1,000, 2,000 away fans, and then you get like. I, I just want to point it's, out it's Blackpool away on New Year's Day yeah no, <laughs> like, no and it's, everyone's it getting very good, excited about but, it but like everyone's off like it's a bloody good away of, like it, it's a good away attendance don't get me wrong but like it's also set up perfectly no one goes to see Blackpool so you've got like what 8,000 tickets there it's New Year's Day everyone's off yeah, um, but exactly. I'm saying that it might be different if all that come from Glasgow not wanting to like toot my own are you from, o- from Glasgow mate yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate 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 <laughs> the, the thing about and also, it is the word for the Blackpool supporters. Well, I spoke to, um, well, obviously we spoke to the head of supporters group outside. Yeah. And it is, it is really sad yeah, it to is. see yeah, a yeah. team like, as uh, we've been speaking about uh, before today, because the last time we played here, we were sixth in the Premier League. They were 11th. And it just, it, said, it speaks volumes of the, the fact that both of us are having to play at this level is absolutely, like, yeah, I mean, we, we we've been mismanaged a lot, but Not Christ level, alive! You look at you look at like that today with Blackpool and all, right? And it's like I quite like shit housing teams in this league. If I'm honest, yeah. I quite oh, like, yeah, yeah. like so, totally. Plymouth and getting them angry and getting their Twitter page all wild up. I quite <laughs> yeah. like that, but Blackpool, yeah. I didn't really want to load it over anyone today. No, it, there was no one there to load it over. But if there was, I didn't really want to. I feel no. really bad for them because. No, no football club apart from Newcastle deserves that level of mismanagement. If it's Newcastle, you can do what you want. Well, another thing, they, they all moan about, our friends up the road all moan about how mismanagement, it's like, well, come down here. Yeah. Come down here and see how... See how bad mismanagement can be. Yeah, and how it's decimated a town, a decimated a club. Yeah. And the fact that now um, they won't even go to watch away matches because they're so disillusioned about that. But, getting back to today... Yeah. 
a really hard, hard fought win. And I don't, I, I don't know. Any, are you seeing any results today? I've not seen any. I other. think, I think uh, Pompey won. I think. I did. Uh, well, anyway, but it keeps, the, it keeps the pressure up. As long as we keep winning, that's what matters. Well. That's exactly it. So, I mean, also, he's ahead of a, a really big week now. So, uh, what, what do you think to the rest of this week? Well, there's Charlton next, and then, unfortunately, we have we have that Newcastle game right before Who? Luton. Oh, yeah. Luton. <laughs> um, uh, the, those pricks reserves. They're, they're two, two really tough games. Like, I think Charlton, I think, in my opinion, a few people talk about Barnsley being the best side at the stadium like the season, but if I'm honest with you, I think people forget how good Charlton were when they that came to the stadium. That Lyle Taylor up front. Yeah, they were, yeah. Which we try to sign in the summer, obviously. And then you've got Luton coming up who were on a cracking run of form or were up until the other day when they got beat, I think. No, I don't know how they got Because Angle Wallawa, for fuck's sake. They've got the Wallawa. Yeah, he's, he scored last... Anyway. Kazenga. Yeah, he scored last minute against Walsall. Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I mean about players just turn up at teams. Yeah, exactly. like, I don't know what goes on with that. But, um, I mean... Uh, yeah, it's tough, and I don't want to be like overly confident. But like realistically, we should be putting teams away. Yes, you've got to be like confident. Like Shrewsbury game, I didn't cry my eyes out with Shrewsbury. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's not gonna be yeah, like punch yeah, yeah, yeah. to beat teams. But in big games, like Charlton away, Luton at home, I'd like four points minimum. Here's, here's a question for you. Obviously, you got Newcastle reserves. Yeah. During the week before Luton, right? Do you rest the players? But what's more important? Newcastle or Luton? Luton. Obviously. Yeah. But the fear. There is a big fear with that Newcastle game, but at the same time, like, even if you. Oh, I don't know. I don't want, I don't want it to exist, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. Are you going to go? Sadly, I yeah. Because I hate the under twenty ones. You know what I mean. Yeah. I, I hate their first team. Under, I hate their under elevens. No offense to them, but no, um, I, I want to beat them. I but I, I think in the grand scheme of things, oh, in the grand scheme of things, I want to get promoted and beat Luton. But if we drew against Luton, it would beat the Max. Beat the Max on penalties and then beat Luton on the weekend. That's fine. That'll do. Yeah, right. Perfect. Just to finish off. How much did you enjoy Blackpool as a town today? Since it's every every ter- every corner you turn every pub you went into everyone's got a southern accent apart from me obviously um, I really enjoyed it but it's not my kind of town it's like South Shield on steroids but, um. <laughs> I don't know people leave it there <laughs> um, well that's it from Blackpool we've had a lovely time out and the lads have picked up a good three points and hopefully three points over Charlton and then well, we're into 2019, and then we'll progress to the Checker Trade final. <laughs> and then we're going to win the Checker Trade trophy. All right, cheers. All the best.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.